So tonight, Dave, you are going to be visited by three Christmas spirits. Oh, whiskey, rum and vodka. Uh, no, I'm afraid not. And not even a baby Guinness, I'm oh, afraid. Disappointing. <laughs> but first, we've got a few games to catch up on. Um, firstly, a home defeat to Dulwich, 3-0. The return of fans fell flat. The fleeting return of fans, I should probably say, after today's news. Yeah, bad news. Yeah. Uh, and that actually means we've lost four in a row at home. So, I don't know about fortress. It's not a fortress at the moment. Any ideas why that is? Well, we started off, obviously, hardly conceding any goals. We lose our captain. Mm, and yeah, um, yeah. we start shipping goals in. Our captain comes back. We win 1-0 away. Yeah, that's a um, good point, Dave. But, as I say, we need to get that fortress back again. We need to be tight as arseholes, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, by contrast, our away form in, in the league has been very good, hasn't it? We've won four, drawn one, lost one. Last weekend, a good smash and grab at Hemel. Rode our luck at times, but... We need to yeah. better luck to go your way at times, don't you, in games? Yeah, and a fine predatory goal by Ryan Seager, pouncing on a mistake, taking his tally to nine for the season already. Well, that's some going, isn't it? Especially for, for Hungerford levels. That's not been seen since Drake no, Brown. That's right, yeah. Um, long may it continue, Ryan. Um, and, and in a way, it was a Scrooge-like performance by us because we accepted a gift and we gave them nothing in return. But just for a little bit of context, Hemel have taken one point out of 18 at home. They seem to be a bit like us at the moment, away day specialists. Yeah, well, can't argue with that, can you? No. And a few of their fans seem to be a bit riled at the end by a bit of good old-fashioned shithousery. I'd like to see that, don't we? <laughs> no, I'm not going to deny that one. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, do you remember when we drew nil-nil there, uh, when Spud had to go in goal early doors? And on that occasion, their keeper at the time, his dad walked past us snarling. Yeah, he wasn't about, very complimentary, was he? I think he said we were shit. But I mean, at the end of the day, they couldn't put the ball past a standing goalkeeper. No, and uh, to be fair to Spurd, that's two clean sheets in a row we've seen him yeah. perform. Because he did that at Bashley, oh, he did that at Bashley as well, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah well, we, I mean, to be honest, I quite like getting those sort of reactions. It shows we're doing something right. So never change, please, Tudor Army. Yeah. And then on to Tuesday, Dave, uh, an early exit from the FA Trophy. It was always going to be a tough game at Dorking, although we had beaten them this season in the league. But here's a question for you, Dave. What was the last game we won in the FA Trophy? It's got to be some while ago, probably the season we ended up going up to Chester to play them in, yeah, that's correct. in the game. but. I couldn't remember who we beat in the round before yeah. that, though. Well, I believe I'm right in saying it's a game you went to, but I didn't. Oh, Corinthian Casuals. That's, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, that was a great away game. Yeah. And does it seem a long time ago, though? Uh, it does, because I, I was looking at the pictures of, of that mm. game the other day. But the thing is, though, we were thinking at that time, when we drew Chester City away, mm. what a great draw for a tiny little club yeah, like Hungerford. Yeah, we enjoyed it, Chester, didn't we? Now, look, we've gone to Torquay and beaten them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that day at Chester, we did enjoy it, didn't we? I mean, we got thumped 4-0, but it's still something oh, really good day out of the day. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, and no, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people say, well, of course, it's the league that counts. But I don't know, I'm going to keep banging on about it, even if it is just me. But I'd love to have a cup run and the money that goes with it. No, I think that's a rubbish, to be honest. Um 
the way our club is and financially how it's been the last few years, it would have benefited mm. so much from just one decent cut run. Yeah. And yet yeah. we seem to be like a crap athlete falling mm. at the first hurdle. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that game we've spoke about at Corinthian Casuals, last one we won in the trophy, that was before Donald Trump became president. And it was before we were promoted to the National League South. That's that's how long ago it was. Not good. Mm. Anyway, let's move on then. Uh, well, actually, we'll return to the Dorking game for a moment because I think there were a few positives to take. Luke Kearney kept us in the game with a string of fine saves, uh, eventually beaten just before half-time, and then a, a sloppy second goal just after the restart. Kind of cajoled us into more action, but the game had pretty much gone. I think he was easily our man of the match, wasn't he? Well, Made I think even their, their commentator um, said he was man of the match as well. And another positive I took was the performance of the three new lads. I thought they all contributed and fitted in, really. Um, I know you didn't actually watch the game, Dave, but I guess you're aware of the new players. That, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I didn't watch the game because, mm. as you know, I'm a, I'm a massive darts fan. Mm. And I had the unenviable task mm. of I'll watch one or the other. And yeah, well, I just wanted yeah. to watch the darts. Yeah, I used to like the darts well. Boy from New York City. Yeah, splendid song. Um, yeah, one, talking one, one for our older listeners. <laughs> yeah, talking of the new players, um, Andre Burley and Jack Evans both cleared off the goal line in the game at Dorking, and Jake Evans almost scored a beauty with his first kick in the Hungfordshire. Good Evans. Oh, yeah, good Evans indeed. Well, I mean, there are three of them. Jack Evans and Jake Evans could be a bit confusing, couldn't it? Uh, to be fair, I mean, obviously. Danny must think a lot of them put him straight into mm, the yeah. first team straight away to yeah. have a game and they acquitted themselves well. Yeah, well, I just wonder if he's working his way through an alphabetical list of um, circulated available players. <laughs> who who next? <laughs> Another Evans, maybe? Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. Linda Evans from Dynasty. Anyway, um, now, Dave, last week we took a break from the podcast and predictions. You were knee deep in your Christmas parcels and I'm getting ready for a career change I wonder what you're going to say then knee deep in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so for the record from a fortnight ago Dave you got a mighty 10 points Whee! well done you're very good Mark Draycott is now our joint highest scoring guest he got a very respectable 7 yep very well done and I chipped in with my customary 2 <laughs> well things can only get better as D. Ream would say that's it so now you have 61 points the world has 50 points and I have 40 points. It's kind of stretching out a bit now, isn't it? That could all change in a couple of games. Let's eh? hope so, well, from my point of view. So this week, our challenger is none other than the aforementioned Luke Kearney. Six clean sheets in the league this season. One of several players who have really shone so far, Dave. Yeah, he's done brilliantly for us so far. Yeah, I mean, Long may it continue. Yeah, I mean, we've had a tradition of very good keepers at Hungford. And I think we've got another one here. And to pick up on the point that you made a few weeks ago, I think, Dave, isn't it nice that he's actually our own rather than the loanee? I was going to say that. I mean, our first proper keeper that we've had since probably Paul Stradley. Yeah. To get a long run sort of yeah, in, in, the, in the side. We've had some brilliant loanee keepers, but it is nice to have our very own. Yeah, I, I very much agree with that. So let's get on to the fixtures and we'll see if... Um, Luke can put James Rusby and Callum Wilmoth in the shade of his predictions. 
So what was your first chosen game this week? First game was Everton versus Arsenal. OK, you're going to give your score first? Uh, I've, well, Arsenal won a bit of a slump at the moment. Um, I've gone for Everton 1, Arsenal 1. OK, well, I've done the same as you. But um, Luke has gone Everton 2, Arsenal 1. I mm -hmm. win. Uh, second game, okay. Tottenham against Leicester. I'll let you go first for this one. OK, I've gone for a 2-1 Tottenham win. And Luke has gone for a 2-2 draw. And I've gone for a Tottenham win. I've okay. gone 2-0 Tottenham. Oh, not a 2-1. Not this one. No. And uh, your final game? I've gone for... Well, the final game is Manchester United versus Leeds United. Okay. And I've gone for Man United 2, Leeds 1. Okay. Well, I've gone Man United 3, Leeds 1. And Luke has gone for another 2-2 draw. Oh, he likes the draws. Yeah, he does indeed. So thank you very much for taking part in that, Luke. And we'll see how you do. And we'll let you know at the weekend whether you've become our top player. So he'll, be, far. he'll be looking to hand us our first defeat. He will, won't he? Yeah, but my goal is mm -hmm. to keep the pressure on. OK, we, we shall see what happens then, Dave. Okay, Dave, it's now one o'clock and I am the ghost of Christmas pass. <laughs> now, do you remember Boxing Day 2014? A solitary Charlie Umpy goal gave us a scrappy win over relegation-bound Burnham? Um, no, I can't say. It's one that sticks in I my memory. I don't think it was a particularly memorable game, to be honest. But we won, that's the main thing. That's it. Uh, now, I think Boxing Day is such a nostalgic day for football. It kind of conjures up images of sons that have left home, reuniting with fathers at the local club, ice-covered terraces, wrapped up warm drinking bovril and orange footballs in the snow. Of course, none of that this year. It's a shame, isn't it? No, you don't get too much of that now anyway, because it's mm. all health and safety and... Uh... Manchester well, that's true. I mean, I, I grew up following Manchester City and at Main Road, they were guaranteed to get games on with their undersoil heating, while other games around the country seemed to fall by the wayside. Happy days. Whereas I've never grown up. <laughs> OK, let's move on to Boxing Day 2015. A 1-1 draw away to Chips and Ham. Any idea who got our equaliser that day? I remember I drove us there. I remember standing behind the... The goal, I've got a picture yep. of that as well. Yeah, the yeah, great that's right. Save. Yep. Um, it wasn't Gary Preen, was it? No. No. No, go on. He, he's with us again now. Played for Chippenham for a while. Mike Jones? Yeah, that's it. Mike Jones scored the equaliser that day. One of many occasions when uh, Chippenham had a half time lead against us and managed not to hold on to it. And it's always nice to get one over them. Yep. Even if it was a draw, still getting one over them at their place. That's it. Yeah. A year later, another away draw. This time, our only ever point at Bath City. We were given the lead by... No. Yeah. Uh, became a joint manager. Spud. The other one. Lords. <laughs> uh, That's it, yeah. Um, I mean, Bath came back. They deserved their equaliser, to be honest. 
but in a tense finish, Spud ignited a, a brawl and somehow escaped a red card. Do you recall that at all? Yeah, I recall that. But it's always <laughs> not the goal. <laughs> not the goal. But as I say, normally we get a thumping at Bath. Mm. Or sometimes a thumping on the pitch. But, yeah. Um, but to get a point there, it's probably just about. Would you say that was our only time we've got a point? So there? far, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. Bogey ground. Yeah. Now, sometimes the fixture list throws up an opportunity to don Christmas jumpers. One such occasion was December the 23rd, 2017, when plenty of us got into the spirit in more ways than one at Western Supermare. Not you, Mr Postman. Um, do you miss those sort of occasions? Because you're of course yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. I mean, December's pretty much a write-off. Yeah. Do you have a Christmas jumper? I do, I wore it to Oxford City. Oh, or, or remind me what it looks like. It's, is it um, rude? No, it's a snowman. I mean, it, it, With his willy out. <laughs> no, it all lights up. Oh, okay. What is willy? <laughs> so it's a normal Christmas jumper. Okay. I don't I'm, do anything rude. I'm, I'm, sure it's very, <laughs> I'm sure it's very tasteful. Um, yeah, that that day at Western, we, we lost 2-1 on what um, turned out to be what I call Dale Grubb Day because he was transfer-bound from Western to Forest Green. And um, he got the winning goal that day with a very soft penalty. Uh, seemed to be the perfect send-off for him. Um, I remember the hunger for fans that were there, uh, all dressed up as Father Christmases and elves, uh, taunting the Western team and their supporters, calling them a one-man team. And their first season without Dale Grubb, they did go down. So yeah. I, think, I think we were right. Summed it up. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you very much about the 1819s season Dave around Christmas time because that's when I had gone into exile following what I like to call Twittergate but I, in fact I ended up at Swindon Town come New Year's Day and I was so disinterested in their game I couldn't tell you what the score was or who were they were playing I don't know if you can recall what was happening at Hungford around that time well if it was um last season then that would have been the Oxford City uh, game on the 26th well it, it? Well, we did play them, I believe, around Christmas time that year, but it wasn't last year, it was the year before. Um, so on this occasion, the game I missed was an actual win at Oxford City. And I believe Alfie Whittingham was along, among the goals that day. Well, I must have been there, I had a few drinks. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to remember it as well as I do, and I wasn't there. <laughs> but you, you are actually quite right, though, last season... Um, Oxford City did feature in our Christmas programme. And do you remember we turned up for the away fixture and in their clubhouse on Boxing Day, there was not a trace of Christmas decorations? No, it was absolutely stripped bare, wasn't it? Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, you, you wonder whether it was an overzealous cleaner gone in or, or whether they didn't bother to put decorations up in the first place. Maybe they don't celebrate Christmas in yeah. Oxford. <laughs> And uh, two days after that game, we had a match home to Havant, uh, where we, we played well, but kind of got blown away by some stunning goals. Uh, Connor Lynch, I think, got our, our solitary reply that day. But um, yeah, Havant tend to yeah. play quite well against us. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, played us off the park at their place. And... Yeah, we'll, we'll talk a bit more, actually, Dave, about Havant uh, when I visit you as the ghost of Christmas present in the moment <laughs> but um yeah that that year that we've been talking about um we actually lost five in a row over christmas and into new year uh little did we know though that we were going to be saved in from relegation uh, potentially in the most unlikely way yeah true which is where we find ourselves today
Right, the clock strikes two, and I have now morphed into the ghost of Christmas present. <laughs> we go into our Christmas programme in good spirits, Dave. Fourth in the league, but I think more importantly, 22 points on the board. Well, it's more than we thought we'd probably have at this point in the season. And Six more wins and we're safe, would you say? More than likely, yeah. <laughs> Be nice, wouldn't it? Um, but the Christmas period, as I say, it's going to be two tough games and then the boys will have a bit of a break as it will be our turn to sit out a round of fixtures, odd number in the league. So we start at home to Havent, yet to take a point off them in four games at this level. Always strong op opponents, but that's a sequence that's got to end sometime, surely. It has. I mean, trying to think back, have we ever looked likely of getting a point against them or...? Um, I don't think so, not really. I mean, the first occasion, I think we only lost 1-0 at home to them, but I, I don't recall us going away thinking, oh, we were robbed or anything. No, I think they, out, they outplayed us one year at their place. We thought, well, they're definitely one of the best teams in our division. Yeah. Um, but as you say, these runs have got to come to an end at some point, whether it's a winning run yeah. or a losing run. Yeah, so, so why end. not this Boxing Day? Well, we're not there watching. <laughs> Um, yeah, haven't were my pre-season favourites and I think they will be right up there. And my one to watch is the striker they picked up from St Albans, who scored a lot of goals last season. Can't remember his name, but he's the one to watch anyway, <laughs> whoever he is. Um, after the haven't game, Dave, I think it's just a two-day break and then it's off to Bath City, well, for the players anyway, not us. I was going to say, uh, I didn't yeah. realise we were going. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. Bath's a nice place. Yeah, I, I like Bath, yeah. But we don't have particularly fond memories on the pitch there, do we? No, that's um, one of the heavy defeats we had there is the one and only time I think we've never clapped the players. It was mm. just flags off, Must out be the, we go. The 5-0 defeat, I think. It was yeah. awful. Yeah, followed that up the next year with a 4-1 defeat, I think. But maybe, again, maybe this is for the year. Well, with our away form the way it is this season. Yeah. And there's no fans to get on no. our backs or get on Bath's backs, mm. you know, from their home fans. Yeah. Perhaps it's a level playing field and we can go out and get another three points. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Bath have had a bit of a mixed start to the season themselves. I do believe they had a few issues off the pitch before COVID even hit. So perhaps they're going through a process of kind of realigning as a club. Um, they were bottom at one point, but like haven't actually, they seem to have found a bit of form just recently. They, they won at Dorking in the league recently. Which is um, a good win. Yeah, so it's going to be another hard fixture. So Dave, how many points out of these six are we going to take in our, in our truncated festive programme? Well, I'd love to say six, um, but I'm going to go for four. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with four as well. Let, let's be optimistic. But I'm going to go for a home draw mm, and, and then a win away at Bath. Yeah, well, I, I think I'm going to go along with you on that, Dave. So, yeah. We just need to tighten our belts at home and yeah. not well, goals away. Well, at Christmas time, it's a difficult time to tighten your belt, isn't it? It's if you eat and drink too much. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, Dave, in a way, I think it's a bit of a shame for our, our players that the one year when they would have been able to go to New Year's parties, because there isn't a New Year's Day fixture for them, um, it's going to be a bit different this time round, isn't it? Any celebrations this New Year's Eve are likely to be a bit muted, I would have thought. Well, the whole year's been a bit muted, isn't mm. it? The way everything's panned yeah. out. Yeah. 
Well, we're going to talk about the future in a moment. Okay, before your visitation from the ghost of Christmas future, I decided to hold a little poll. No innuendos, please. <laughs> oh, it's a bit racist, isn't it? Uh, well, I don't mean the uh, delivery driver of Tesco is called Jan, I was going to say. Um, no, it's, it's a poll to find the Hungford Town favourite festive song. But you know how I like to fiddle with things. So I, <laughs> I'm not talking about the poll again for you stuff. Uh, I decided to open the poll up to friends and soon to be former colleagues at the Watermill Theatre too. And what a marvellous array of tunes people came up with. Some chosen for personal and emotional reasons. Some because special memories are attached and some a little left field. For instance, if you heard Tom Waits' Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis. That was from Mark Frampton, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh, Blink, no, I haven't heard that one. Okay. Blink 182, Won't Be Home for Christmas. Yeah, you know, I won't Blink 182, I've got about four oh, okay. CDs. Oh, that was from Gavin Brewer at Home oh, for Town. Nice one, Gavin. Yeah, and uh, the Mac Lads. Oh, I wonder who, uh, who said that one. Yes, I, I bet that's a cheery little ditty. <laughs> it's rather rude. Mm, the, less the little cherubs. Uh, one that is apparently sung in the members' bar at the football club at Christmas time, Dominic the Donkey. Hopefully next Christmas we can go and join in with Leachy, Luke, Dolly, Sean, Joe, etc. Well, yeah, I've not, I've not heard that song and I'd like to. Yeah, we'd like to learn that I one. I know what I'm we? missing out on, though. Yeah. Um, and I only received one vote for last Christmas from Wham, which was actually... Was that from Andrew Ridgely? Yes, he voted for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was actually a relief to me because although I, I like Wham, that's one track I don't particularly care for. But one thing that surprised me, in a poll of over 50 people, I thought more than a couple would have gone for carols. My favourite being God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Do you have a favourite carol? Uh, Carol Vorderman. <laughs> Do you know, I thought you were going to say Carol Decker. <laughs> no, Carol Vorderman. Okay. Uh, one of my friends at the theatre went for Steel Eyes Span all round my hat, and she doesn't like Christmas songs. I think we're all fed up by Christmas Day, to be fair, aren't we? Yeah, as soon as December comes, that's it. Every station's playing them. Yeah. yeah. So eventually, a few of the usual suspects rose to the top of our particular charts. Cream always rises to the it, top. It does. And at one stage, we actually had five songs sharing first place. Now, we've already heard clips of the tunes ranked fourth, third and second. In fourth place, we had Shaken Stevens, Merry Christmas, Everyone. Yep, good song. Third place, my particular favourite, Jonah Louie, Stop the Cavalry. Yeah, not one of my favourites, but still a decent Christmas song. You know, I thought Stop the Cavalry might make a charge for top spot, but unfortunately not. And second place, he's still on that road to hell. Chris Rear with Driving Home for Christmas. Yeah, not my favourite song. Before I announce the winner of our little Christmas festive tune poll, 
I'm going to turn into the ghost of Christmas future. Blimey, you change costumes more than Mr. Ben. <laughs> but instead of showing you what will happen if you don't mend your ways, Dave, I have a couple of questions for you. Okay. What does the second half of the season hold in store for Hungerford Town? Hopefully another 22 points or more and uh, safety in the National League South again and then fans can come back and watch. Well, I, I think we'll be safe, but I think possibly maybe for the reason that maybe the leagues below us won't complete their seasons and promotion from their leagues and relegation from our league won't happen again. No, but it'd be nice to actually finish the season it would. high up the table, yeah. wouldn't it? So do you think fans will be allowed back in, home and away at any point this season? Uh, it's not looking good at the moment, to be honest. Yeah. With, uh, everyone sort of edging in tier three. Yeah. And... Well, I guess there is the danger that the season will be stopped, isn't there? But let's hope it continues because we're doing so well. Well, lockdown, open all lockdown up again for mm. four days and then we're yeah. heading for another lockdown yeah. in January, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, well, we don't want to get too heavy, do we? But I I just think, no, we can't put life on hold forever. And let's hope we can have you know, some form of normality in every aspect of life before too long. Well, everyone's allowed their opinions, aren't they? My view's yeah. always been protect the elderly and the vulnerable. Yeah. Everyone else go about their work. Yeah. Know? I mean, in, in the short term, I'm kind of prepared to chip in and assist with stewarding when I can, if, if that's playing a small part in helping the club through a difficult period. But what I dearly want is to get back to being a fan, cheering the team from behind the goal, singing antiques and grannies with the crowd I love. We miss that, don't we? Well, I certainly do. I mean, I've got my season ticket and obviously you can't use it. Yes, I've helped out with stewarding, mm. but I can't make the games at, during December because of no. work. Yeah. But apparently... <laughs> Who are you, Father Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> no, he only delivers once a year, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. Um, apparently, you know, it was great to have fans back, but there wasn't any... Mm. Real atmosphere of singing, but no, no, you no, need a regular crew back yeah. behind the goal. Yeah, either sitting down or even standing to one side in the Ron Terry stand. Yeah, all together and getting vocal, social distancing, of yeah, course, yeah. but singing and get behind the team because yeah. the team needs it. Yeah, yeah, come back those days. So, Dave, would you like to wish the players, management? team, uh, staff and all fellow fans a happy Christmas. Well, if I didn't, I'd be the Grinch, wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Of course I do. Um, a Merry Christmas to one and all. And I hope you have a happy, healthy and safe Christmas and New Year. Yeah, very well said, Dave. So, OK, without much more ado, here is the Hungford Town and Watermill Theatre, number one Christmas favourite to play us out, as they say. It's not a surprise, I don't think. Fairy tale of New York by the Pogues and Kirsty McColl, who tragically died 20 years ago tomorrow. She was a great songwriter. Check her track England to Columbia Nil out if you get the chance. Merry Christmas, everyone, and stay safe.